busting on this wild ride makes sense. It's literally why I am here, just to fuss with you. Question is, what are we going to do? We can be better, do better, and demand better. But that will take more than fussing. Yo, it's your homegirl, Nikatris, and I'm excited to fuss, of course, and then also some more. And to get us started, we have to ground ourselves with Ms. Maya Angelou, who told us, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. So this just in, y'all can't drive like for real can not drive. I'm not saying your driving is reckless or that your road rage is a problem, which it is actually, especially in the city of Milwaukee, it's gotten out of control. However, I'm really just talking about how I am convinced that you do not know or perhaps have forgotten the rules of the road. We do learn them at 14, 15, 16, but I know people who learn them at 25 and they're 30 and they still don't know the rules. You don't know the difference between a yield and a stop sign. You are not sure who has the right of way when there's flashing lights. You know that small gap in the in the street on the right hand side of the road? That is not a lane. Uh, contrary to what you all do with it, you do not know you do not do not repeat do not know how to merge, and you're constantly in a rush to stop at the next red light. Literally, you're racing me to the next red light where we're both going to stop. Or you just want to rush to get in front of the person that you were just behind so that you can be right in front of them. I'm not really sure. So not on the highway, not on the street, not on your way to work, not on your way to a meet and greet. Y'all can not drive. And I'm positive y'all cannot drive because I drive on the road every single day with you. I literally go through a tank and a half of gas a week. So I'm with you on the express went everywhere, but I'm not the only person. So I brought on the guest as promised who I think can drive. So we just want to talk about whether or not you can drive. You want to introduce yourself? Yes. I um, go by the bus driver, the bus driver. I drive this 40 foot vehicle pretty much every day. I know how to operate it. I know how to operate it well. I don't understand where you people know how to drive. Where did y'all learn how to drive? Okay. So let's start from there. I do know some things have changed. When I was in high school, I took Easy Method. Like I saved money to go to Easy Method. I don't even know if stuff, it was offered at some schools. I don't know. But did you take driver's ed? I did. My high school offered it. <laughs> did, you, did you get, you had a permit? I did have a permit. You got a driver's license. I did obtain a driver's license. Now, are we one of the people that when they pull back up to the mill road, <laughs> DMV, it was like, you know what? We're going to let you slide and just give you a license? Or it was like, wow, you definitively know how to drive. Mm, no, that was definitely like, I'm not even going to lie. It took me three times to get my license. There were no passes. They was like, oh, you, you say you hit that curb. Bring that on in. They're like, oh, what? You, you felt that signal. Signal is a real thing. Oh, oh, you didn't check your shoulder. Oh, take that on back to the station. Yeah, no, they definitely, no passes. You definitely had to know what you were doing. Get your license. So I've been talking to one. I know a lot of people who drive without license, who some people would think are responsible. Like they were never borrowing a car when young. Like I think my dad would say like, you know, I've been driving since I was 14. I mean, that sounds illegal. <laughs> but there's also people who I know that have never driven a car and now they're 27. They're like, I just got a car and started driving. That's not how that works. I would like to know what are the most just like who let you drive things that you see on the street? 
Ooh, that's so rough, though. The, the infamous being on the bus, even though it states on the back of the bus, right turn in front of bus <laughs> is illegal. Clearly so. I know you didn't pass your permit or your license test because you can't read. Because if you could read, you've been able to read that sign on the back of the bus. It's big, too. It's real big. Some, and it lights up sometimes on, on um, some buses. So this lets me know that you don't have your permit or your license. Or you barely got it because you just definitely turn all in front of this bus. See, stuff like that makes me not even think about not driving. Like, you have no, like, desire to live. I'm not turning right in front of a bus. Buses are, you said 40 feet, and they're pulling. A bus is the thing where it's like, go, just go. Even if I feel like you should have let me in, I'm about <laughs> to play chicken, argue, verbally or non-verbally, with the bus. It's a bus. And the bus can't see you about to turn right. That's why you're not supposed to do it. Because you'll pull out and lose your whole life. Clearly, this is not a, a thought. Or a worry in their head because it happens every day. And I can't even, you know, bring race or culture or anything because I drive all across the city and just know it happens everywhere. Oh, everybody can't drive. Everybody can't drive. Okay. okay just wondering. So, so that, that's the most thing. So there's a couple of rules that maybe I'm wrong on, right? So one is, now I know there's a whole song about it. I'm not confused, but I feel like there's <laughs> lanes, right? It's like a, a lane, usually a double yellow line, a lane, a lane. In some parts of the city, a bike lane. But if not, just like empty space. But there's no other lines. Is that a lane or no? Or no. <laughs> or no, that's that's not a lane. And just because your car can fit there doesn't mean that's where it's supposed to be driven. Nope. No. Or no. Is my final answer, Chuck. I'm going to with that. So I had this idea that really people don't know how to drive. Because some people are like, they're not... You know, I'm just not a good driver, which is different than not knowing how to drive. But there's a whole bunch of rules of the road that you learn during driver's ed to ensure that you can do things. Merging, for instance. Now, merging is a thing on the street. Merging is a thing on the expressway. Left turns are a thing. You can't just turn left from any lane. You can't turn right from any lane. Somebody the other day turned right in front of, I guess like you turn right in front of a bus, turn right in front of me though I was going straight. Which means you're not on the right lane. So you... How do you turn right? You can't turn from every lane in the direction you want to. But I really want to focus on merging. How did you learn to merge? What are the official rules that you remember merging? Now, this isn't like an official bus driver test. No, no, no. no, no, no. I'm with you. I'm ready. I'm like... As I remember, it's kind of... um, The basic is is when you're kind of merging and it's definitely like a flow of traffic. It's almost as simple as um, one at a time. In a sense, you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. If it's, if it's a big space between the next car that's to the right or the left, into the, mer- into the merging lane, I get it. I don't expect anyone to stop to let that other car merge in. It definitely is. And if, but if we're like kind of bumper or bumpers, kind of simple as you go, I go. They go, we go. I, I really don't know. I don't. Checking lane, like. All 20 cars in the left lane don't get to go. That's not merging. When there's still 20 other cars in the right, and we all trying to get in this middle lane. I'm not understanding, and nobody clearly knows how to merge at all. So I, I lived in Texas for a little while, and I was so frustrated with merging and with left turns and found out they don't teach them. Learning how to really? merge and learning how to turn left are two different things. And in a dry, in the you know, behind the wheel is has some things that you learn and aren't in the book. So behind the wheel taught... I always learned that when you're turning left, I'm turning 
passenger to passenger. So if we're in on, you know, we're going oncoming traffic. If I turn left and the person coming towards me is turning left, our passenger doors would be the two that are closest to each other on the cars. They turn where your driver's side doors are the, are the two closest. So I'll, that's out the way. Like, why would I drive around you to turn left? Because that also means another car can't come behind. We can't make a line to turn left and five of us make it. Like, you can only go one at a time. Now somebody's in the middle of the street if you're all turning that direction. But just the other day, I saw somebody do it. And I couldn't decide, like, are you from Texas? <laughs> or... Don't you know how to drive and who taught you? Do you know what happens when you don't take driver's ed? Like when you turn 18 years to get a license, do you have to do anything? Do you know anybody who has a license that never took driver's ed? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure my brother. <laughs> you know brother drive? He drives. I didn't say that. There's no, a lot of people who drive cars and can't drive. Oh, no, no, no. So um, he, he drives. And I mean, I was, let's state the record, he actually just got his license. But he was definitely driving for a long time without one. But he did not a drive. I can give him that. But yeah, I know he didn't take drivers in high school. Once you take AT, I don't think you have to take it anymore. You could just do. I'm not positive about taking it anymore. You know, yeah, I don't think you have to do the whole class, but you do have to do the permit to take the road test to get your license. Oh, so you should still have to do the, the test. Yeah, do the you got to do the booklet or go to the computer. You know, like I know in high school we had a whole thing we met. We did a little meeting. Then we got in the car. They drove. Mm-hmm. You know, and then that gave you your hours to have your permit. You take that permit, and then you pretty much do the exchange after your road test is passed for your official license. Right. The other thing that is interesting, what with anything else, people who are from different places with different understandings, there's a lot of miscommunication. So on the road, if I can drive, and you can't. And then there's just like that diversity. The diversity of people who can drive, people who can't, people who can kind of drive. People who can drive but don't do so responsibly. And that could be for a lot of reasons. I, I'm going to be really honest. When I was in high school, if it was a sunny day and my song was on the radio, I wasn't really necessarily paying the most attention to the road. I definitely had a couple of fender benders before I was 20, like once for like six. Like, Rogers was like, oh, hey, everybody stopped. And I was too busy, like, ah, 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 ah. And then it was like, oh, well, my daddy won't be mad. <laughs> because I wasn't paying attention at the red light. I was singing my song. But that doesn't stop. Like, people are 50 or 60 singing their song in the middle of the traffic. Today alone, I seen on the freeway, definitely, like, at least three or four accidents. It was another one actually right on over on Oakland and Linwood. I have no idea what this young lady was doing. But she must, she rear-ended the car, which is immaculately, they didn't, it looked looked like they had any scratches to the back of the car. The lady was pulled over, but the young lady's uh, car, who was still in the middle of the street, folded, folded, everything leaking. So also I will have to add to, along with the craziness of driving, just everybody's in a rush, 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 rush. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be the first into the light. Race me to the light. It is the most annoying thing on a Facebook. Please go. When you get all the way behind me, and I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm about to slow down and go, what's the speed limit? 30? Perfect. That's how slow I'm about to go so that you can pull in front of me to stop at this red light. Because I'm the person that also drives looking at the crosswalk. Mm-hmm. If this is single digits up here, 20 feet from me, this might about turn red. We should mind just slow, start slowing down now for multiple reasons. One of them is 
somebody's about to go through the red light and I want to be as far away from, as that, from, from that as possible. So I'm about to slow down so we people can do whatever they need to do in this intersection that doesn't make sense. At all. Every light. Every single one. At least five cars will go through a, a yellow-reddish light with no problem. And this is the norm. They're making it sound like it's a new, bigger thing. The new, bigger thing is like, you know how people say when you push against the rule, it's like, at what point will the rule just stop? I do know that growing up, Going through a yellow light, not me even driving, like my parents driving, going through a yellow light was like, that was yellow, why didn't you go? As time has passed, it can't be a yellow red light. They change. It's not like it's shifting in color. It wasn't orange. <laughs> it didn't bright. It didn't fade. It was yellow and then it was red. And clearly five, I don't know who made this rule up, but you got five second rule, like you drop something on the ground, you can pick it back up. Three five second it. rule after a red light? Clearly, it has to be. It clearly, this is a new thing. Now, I'm not saying it, but if you watch, this has to be it. It has to be that you have three seconds. If you can, if you can, if you crossing that light within the three or five seconds after it turned red, you're good. You, you would think that's it, the way they be running these red lights. So I will, I you, I will <laughs> say that I, um, I haven't run a red light before, not on purpose. One of those things where it's like, when I got through the light, it, it wasn't even red light. It was like, I was like, Pulling my arm, I'm gonna make it. And my car was raggedy, and it was like, ooh, you can't stop. It's not really, you gotta go. And then it was like, oh my God, it's red. And then it was like, I just ran red. And I'm looking around, I'm like, somebody gonna say, I should pull over. I'm done driving now because I ran through the red light. So if I report myself. Yeah, I should call somebody like my bad job. I ran through the light. And I, I was in a, I wasn't in an accident. I witnessed the accident once where this woman clearly ran the light on purpose, like, looked both ways, and then came through the light, and then caused the accident. Because the people coming through green aren't looking for you because the light is green. Let's go. Full accident. Complete accident. So turning right in front of the bus, running red lights. Not signaling. Oh, yeah. Signaling is a thing. To do it is, is a thing, but it's not done. When you're driving a car, do you signal to pull out of a parking spot? Like if I'm, if you're in, a, if you're on a street, on the street, you're in a little street. Park. Yes, I thought you mean like maybe backing up or something. No, no, no. If you're on, like you're not in the Target parking lot. Mm-hmm. If you're on the street, do you turn? Do you put your signal on to pull out of the, out of the? Yes. I told you, y'all, she could drive. I, I've definitely been told. Oh, yeah, that's you know, all the things you're supposed to do when you drive. All of them. <laughs> every single one didn't miss a beat. Just every single thing you're supposed to do when someone is driving. All right, so. I, don't, I want you to at home to know, can you drive? So we're just going to give you a few questions. You're approaching a flashing red light at an intersection. Cars on the cross street don't have a light. What should you do? Flashing red light. Other one. Stop. <laughs> I wish I could have seen her face because it was like, I don't. That was is this like, a trick question? You're supposed to stop. Stop. You should. And even the even the people coming from the other direction, you're supposed to stop. Why? Because it's an uncontrolled intersection for you. The Sounds end. safe, doesn't it? The end. <laughs> All right. So this is about Stella. Stella is driving in the far right lane of a multi-lane road, but she needs to make a left turn that's coming up in 50 feet. <laughs> what, what should she do? I just let y'all know there's multiple choice. And one of the answers is, Drive past the turn and keep going until she finds a safe place to turn around. That's an option. People think, oh, I missed my turn or I'm about to miss my turn. So I should cut everybody off and do what I got to do. 
when making a, you don't learn U-turns and Y-turns for no reason, in case you didn't know those were things. You learn them for a reason. So an option is drive past the turn and keep going until you find a safe place to turn around. 50 feet in a multi-lane road, what would you do? You're going to have to take that L <laughs> and just keep driving. If you, get to, if you can get over so you can make a U-turn safely, fine. But you're going to cut across multi-lane. Mm-hmm. Literally, the rationale is because she doesn't have enough time to slow down properly and use her signal to warn other vehicles. And those, those, <laughs> those are separate things. <laughs> two, two separate things. Okay. She, has to, she has to just keep going. Why are all of these names that are associated with, anyway? Emma has her vehicle's gear on reverse while turning the wheel right. Which way will the wheel go? Because I know this concept, but even still, I do have to talk myself through it. Reverse, wheel to the right. Or wheel to cut left. Emma's vehicle will back out to the right with the gear on reverse because the turning is to the right. Your front will cut left. Oh, yeah, you'll bet. You'll be like, you can't see us. I'm sorry, you're right. <laughs> you can't see us. One day we're going to make a, I don't even know what it's called. That's why I don't make them. So that, a vlog, maybe? Uh, um, video podcast. That's what it's called. Okay, this is not a trick question. What should you do at a yellow traffic light? I mean, in the book, it says to proceed with caution. These are the options on this test, right? Slam on the brakes. Speed up to cross before the light turns red. Stop if it's safe to do so. Drive through the intersection, but slowly. Proceed with caution. That's all I remember. So I would have answered stop. Like, I do understand that you don't stop. Like, if it's wet or... Now, these are some things that go into a whole other situation. When you know you got bad brakes, which means you shouldn't be driving by the way. Or you know you got bald tires, which means you shouldn't be driving by the way. Or, you know, black. There's so many reasons where it's like stopping doesn't is just a horrible idea at this point. So I'm too close and I'm going to skate through and spin. So I got it. But if you can, if it's safe to stop, you should stop. That's what should happen, right? Yeah. People also don't do this. How is your following distance determined? How far back should you be behind the car in front of you? Yes, um, definitely it's a car distance. A whole car should be able to fit between you and the car in front of you at all times. When I look, sometimes I want to just bounce on my brakes. Like, get up (laughs) off of behind. Why are you that close? Because anything could happen. If they stand on the brakes in front of me, you don't have enough room to stop. You don't have enough room to do anything. Which leads me to, you cannot drive. The amount of times I've been hit from the back and people just keep going is mind-blowing to me. I was at a red light maybe like six months ago. I'm at a red light, chilling at the red light. Like, it's red, red. We've been chilling. This car's in front of me, chilling. And a car rear-ended me. And they politely backed up and went through the green light when it turned green. What? Now, there was part of me. There should be a question like, what do you do when that happens? The answer is not, get behind them. Follow them to Walmart. That's what I wanted to do. But I just went. I've been rear-ended twice, actually. Oh, I know a thing. Um, Not to jump around, though. People, please. If you're in line, the light is red, and it turns green, this is a real thing. Guess what? And this is like actually like laws of physics. Two things can't be in the exact same place at one time. So guess what? Unless I pull off, you can't either. So all because that light is green, that don't mean that you go. If I, I haven't moved, then you don't move. Yeah, this guy hit my back of my car because the light turned green. But, but I haven't moved. I hadn't put off yet, but I guess he said he's green. 
and he hit my. Hit so that's the thing. People are um, people are really impatient in green lights, and I am. I am a person that drives with. I'm usually driving like I have nowhere to be. When just so we're clear, I'm most times late for wherever I'm going. Yeah. But I'm the person when the light turns green, I'm like, and one one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand. Okay, now I'm gonna go. People beep. People. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody bumped your car and just be like, go. And they would think that would be okay. Yeah. What? The other day, somebody was sitting in that. The other thing is that things happen. I, it's so disrespectful. I've also been in a car that's sitting there whose car was just like, hmm. which means I can't put on my hat. I can't do anything but just wish I wasn't visible at a green light because my car just decided we were done in this exact moment. Leaving the nap right there. I'm going to sleep. Right now, like completely powered down, electricity, everything just over. There was a car in front of me at a green light, and I didn't beep. And I'm like, see, that wasn't hard. I just waited a few moments, and then I pulled around them. Like, look by, like, make sure that they're not, like, slumped over. Because right. <laughs> you people could be having a whole, who knows, heart attack, diabetic, home. you could be having all kinds of things behind the wheel that people don't know about. This is true. Oh, they, t- I, they ask what you should do with a cell phone. I don't even want to get into cell phones and drive. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I definitely blew at somebody today. We were on the freeway, and I don't know what he's doing. I'm pretty sure you probably he must have been lost or checking his GPS or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because then soon, soon after that, he goes from the middle lane to the far exit lane. Mm-hmm. So clearly, his exit is coming up. But it was it's just, right now. The exit is right now. But we just learned from Emma that sometimes you gotta, or Stella, one of them too, you gotta just take that L. You just gotta take the L. Come back around the next exit, or you should have did a better job of getting that GPS. Like, what GPS system do you have? She makes the announcements. She does so, several miles before. You need to probably upgrade that app to get a better one. Google is actually wonderful because I don't know what you was looking at, but he like he texting though and driving. Then there was another young lady. I said like she purposely moved to the far. Right lane because the far on the freeway, the far right lane, the slower lane. Mm-hmm. Um, so she purposely moves to that lane, which is in front of me, just so she could text. Are you serious? Just that was another little tidbit. The far right lane is the slower lane. Also, there's freeway minimums and maximums. So <laughs> the far right lane is not for you to go 30 because that's not a thing on the expressway. The far right lane is for you to go 56. Four and a 55, 53, 49 and a half in a 55 because the speed limit is 55. Also, there's that thing about going with the flow of traffic with everybody going 70, you going 30, you're a hazard on the expressway. And if you had to put your hazards on to be on the expressway, you probably should. Be. I get it. I've been there. <laughs> I get it. I needed the freeway to get to work on time, but my transmission <laughs> would go out in the middle of me coasting. <laughs> How am I gonna? I can't stop. If I stop, then we're really not gonna go anywhere. So we're just gonna get over and just coast it until we can get some more momentum. But uh, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, quality of cars and access to a quality vehicle for transportation to get places you need to go in order to support yourself and your family. That's a whole nother situation and conversation that is very real. True. Because I've been in some places in the way. <laughs> because um, my car wasn't doing what cars do, which is move. You're driving on the highway and wish to pass the vehicle in front of you. What is the first thing you should do? Honk your horn to keep from surprising the driver. Check to see if everything is clear. Shake your arm out of the window 
or all of these choices are incorrect? Because it asks you what is the first thing you should do. When you're trying to pass the vehicle? Mm-hmm. It's said nothing of the city. <laughs> sometimes I'm like, sometimes I don't listen well. But I'm like, did I miss? Did I miss? Now, <clears throat> technically, based on the book, you're supposed to check to see if everything is clear before you sit. But it's like, it often happens simultaneously, right? Because you're going 70 miles an hour. So it's like clear signal, go. I also realized that some, some people on the expressway are frustrated because they do that in the wrong order. Like if you putting your signal on as you come, like as you come it's in. too late. Like if you're already here and like, oh, I was coming over. I know you're here. You went away. The back of my bumper almost figured it out. I mean, the back of your bumper almost figured it out too. All right, I believe this is our last question. Oh, we got to freeze. Technical difficulties. Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to ask questions. This is all the following options are good strategies to avoid fatigue, except it's like making sure your car isn't warm, switching drivers often, driving more aggressively, and rolling down the window. The thing is, they say that driving sleepy, I think, is more dangerous than driving drunk. True. I agree. Why? Sometimes some people don't. I feel like you almost realize when you're driving drunk, I'm drunk. I know I'm drunk. Like, I feel like you know and you will proceed even though you shouldn't be driving while drunk, but you will proceed with more caution because you know, man, I messed up. I gotta let me do all this. But when you're sleeping, it's natural. So you just like, yeah, I'm sleeping, but I'm good. Like, I can make it. You don't even realize you sleep until you sleep. sleep. And then at that point, it's too late. In case you didn't know, at that point, it is too late because you're asleep. And uh, too many expressways now don't have the little, that's gone. Like they're fixing a lot of expressways and they're taking it off. I think they don't even think to put them back. I definitely, um, I was in a not denial for a long time because I didn't want to admit it because a lot of people would tell me, because the way I used to work, dude, stop working, sleep. I definitely hit a wall mm. on the freeway mm. in the far left lane. I definitely was doing 65. Mm-hmm. And again, I feel like I moved. I mean, you know, I was tired that morning, but I got up. I was woke. I was moving. I'm not sleepy because when you, you can't be sleep if you're moving. I'm moving. <laughs> I'm moving. So I can't be sleep. So there's no way I can be sleep if I'm moving. I'm driving a car. How can I be sleep? I figured it out. Once I hit the wall, I hit the wall, I spun across all three lanes and landed up in the emergency, far right emergency lane facing the opposite And for whatever reason, this during, you know, high traffic, seven, mm-hmm. seven, eight, eight thirty in the morning. Nothing hit you. And no, it was just so some reason it was a gap where I was able to clear. Nobody touched me. Universe works in mysterious ways. People are protected in ways. Protected just to come tell you you can't drive. Just to you can drive. Consciously. We have lived and learned <laughs> to let you know that you too can live and learn. And starting immediately, effective immediately. Just today. Just today, could you just focus on driving like you got some good sense, which is again the base minimum operation. Just you you try to learn. Somebody spent some time telling you some moves of the road. Even if you just watched other people closely, I feel like you could learn some things about, oh, you probably shouldn't cut people off. That signal. Oh, my God. The signal. Like, the signal. 
I'm sorry. You will get a horn if you don't use your signal. I don't care. It don't matter if you cut me off clear or not. If you didn't use that signal, you need to know that it was not okay. Because you did not use that signal. I'm being the first to let you know. Bye. So, bus driver, I would like to thank you very much for joining us today. And um, because we have touched on the signal so many times, I would like to just, just, for, just one more again, let you know one more time before you do anything where your car moves in lanes, you need to signal. If you don't, have signals, you can use your arms. So then look up bike signals, right? And you, you, that's like a robot arm. You put your arm up, you turn to the left. Now this is gonna be difficult because right turns with your right arm with the passenger windows is hard. Luckily, right turns are safer anyway. So not a whole bunch of people are trying to figure out what you're doing, but you can get a beat. But signals are important. Pulling out on the road. A young left arm can really get you far if your signals don't work. Also, I just want to let you know that you can go to the auto supply store. Changing your light bulb and your signal is super inexpensive. Um, now, inexpensive is relative. So like it could be 20 or $25 for a thing of lights. And I would just suggest that you just, you know, right now I drive a car that needs a lot of work. My signals work though. And I might not be able to afford the, uh, you know, some little flap that rattle, you know, this doesn't make the car sound nice. I can't afford that. But, you know, if I really, Put my mind to it. I can get some new lights. So, you know, just go ahead and save that 20 bucks. Install it yourself. You can do this. Riding your brakes, slamming on your brakes, causing traffic because no one knew you were turning because when you use your signal, that's bad driving. There's a testament to the fact that you cannot drive. So let's try this again. We're just, we're, I'm just going to give everybody a fresh slate and uh, we'll, we'll see how you do. Maybe in 2020, we're just going to start over again in 2020 and you the driver air book also is free at the DMV. You can just go pick one up. Find all the rules online. You can get it for every state. You can do this. I believe in you. Join us next time on More Than Fussing. Don't forget to like and share and hit me up if you have ideas or feedback. Peace. Stay fresh. Join me next time for More Than Fussing.